Evening, Clayton. I better turn my mic on. Yeah, Good evening. Back on there, buddy. <laughs> so I, I got to tell everybody because I'm kind of excited. I just checked out the website gunsin701.com. And yep. T, you are the man. It's working. <laughs> we got a live feed on our website. So you could just go right to the website. It lands right on that page and you can see it live. So awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, Doug sent me a text too. He said it was on. I don't I don't think there's a chat there yet. I'm not but uh, no, it, hey, don't look like it, it looks like if you well, here, I'm looking at it right now just to see. So if you uh you can watch the chat, but you can't chat from it. But so anyway. We got it going. Hey, good evening, everybody. But before we go too far, we're going to start things out like we always do right here with our Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And uh, I can tell you right now, after everything I've seen since the elections and last night's failure, it's going to get pretty bad, guys. It's going to get pretty oh, bad. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, we we're not we don't have much to cheer you up with when it comes to that sort of thing either. But we got we got to do it right. Evening, we gotta, yep, we got to be there. So anyway, we got a busy show for you tonight. Like I said, go to www.gunsinthe71.com and you can definitely catch the live show there. Now we also are on Twitter. We have a brand new Twitter feed. Uh, if I remember right, what is it? Uh, just guns in the seven hundred one. Yeah, guns in the seven hundred one. Yep. There you go, and we're broadcasting live there too. So. We want to thank our sponsors, as we always do. We want to thank Lauer Auto Repair and Exhaust, 258-6308. And, of course, the Blind Guy, Custom Window Coverings at 701-222-3932. And I'll tell you what, you can't find more patriotic guys than those two, no. two uh, and businesses. Gals. And gals, yeah. Tammy, hi, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, go in there and tell them you heard on Guns in the 701 because they want to hear from you just as we do. And uh, we want to make sure we keep uh, keep good patriots like that in business because I can tell mm -hmm. you right now, there's plenty of commies out there we're doing business with. So yeah. So at least we got two places yep. you don't have to do that. <laughs> yep. Well, I talked to another place today. I'm not going to say just when yet, but if we do something with them, uh, <clears throat> he was a great, whether he's with us or not, that business is a good Second Amendment guy and a good uh, conservative. So great. we got Sounds Vance good. and Kevin and Dan Brown. Hey, Dan, good to Dan, see you, buddy. Good to see you over there in Dickinson. And hey, speaking of that, I got to give one quick plug. So yep. next week coming up on Thursday, we're going to be doing a special, everybody. And we're going to be doing it with Here's the Deal with Luke Simons and um, Shiloh uh, Kilmer. And we're going to be doing a deal Kilmer. with Andrew Cord Kilmer. Yeah, sorry. Um, not Val Kilmer, doing, not Shiloh Kilmer. Not, not, not Kilmer, Kilmer. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I think I did that one other time. Yeah. So what we're going to be doing is talking with uh, Cord Cordnoy. If you guys don't know Cord, that was Courtney's his name, but uh, he's a great guy. He's got an FFL dealer, Class 3. A lot of things happening. we got a bill coming up more than one in this legislature that's going to deal with NFA, National Firearms Act, and a lot of stuff that's going on with that particular issue right now. Um, what's happening is ATF is now trying to regulate, being they can't legislate. And as I always say, what is it, Jamie? When, when Democrats, Democrats lose, they change the rules. Change the rules, and that's what they're doing. So, But we, uh, we want to highlight that. That's coming up 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, and here's the deal. We're going to do it. So we're going to try to simultaneously do like we did one other time. It'll be on YouTube on our stuff. It'll be on their stuff. And we'll, hopefully we can live stream this all at once. <laughs> we'll mm -hmm. see something new again. We're going to be trying something. Yep. Awesome. Well, 
Let's get started. I'm, what do you want to yep. lead off with? I think well, so last Friday, Clay and I were on with Todd Mitchell, uh, Mitchell in the morning on KFYR 5:50 a.m., which we are every Friday at 8:40, and we talked some Christmas gifts. Right there, it is. That's a nice looking logo. Yeah. We're talking yeah, some right Christmas there. gifts or stocking stuffers for you know the hunter, shooter, Second Amendment supporter, and well, we kind of got sidetracked a little bit because Clay and I both had a pretty good list of stuff. So I think I think we're gonna we're gonna continue with that for a little bit here, Clay, since Christmas is a couple weeks out here. And there we go, right there. <laughs> There's one right there. I tell you what, Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. Ah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I think I think last week I'll just a quick summary of the two things that I mentioned to Todd. It was electronic shooting muffs and and my recommendations for you know on the affordable end were the Peltor 6S and the Howard Light Impact Sport because I own both of those and I actually own a, a cheaper brand than that. And I I told right. people other people not to buy them and they did because you can hear the wind noise in a lot of these electronic muffs. <laughs> but these two I can promise you, you don't. And then the Howard Light comes in a whole bunch of different colors. Uh, the, the Peltors, I think, just come in gray, which is whatever. That's cool. You know, yeah. I, the Peltors fit my ears a little better than the Howard Lights, but the Howard Lights definitely look better with the, you know, I got the, the camo on it, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, It's no. cool. So I don't remember. What did what, you tell Todd again, Clay, there real quick? I don't. Well, I kind of mentioned the Bond Arms. I really like the Bond Arms. They've got a nice mm -hmm. little uh, pistol that, well, it, it shoots 380, and, of course, it has the 9mm. BL, <laughs> LB, BLB, light no. long blower, <laughs> nine BLB. Yep, not. But <laughs> we're gonna have a T-shirt. I know. We sure. Are. Anyway, I did. Yeah. I did also say that I thought a knife would be a great gift, which I did for my daughter's yep. birthday. It's a Kershaw, um, you know, opens assisted opening knife. It's yep. almost like it comes right open. And I don't know if we can see that. I know I got it to focus earlier, but it says. I love Happy mine. birthday, love dad. So we can't see it, but yeah, because you can get them laser engraved, which is an awesome keepsake for anybody. Get whatever you want on it. And this one's obviously purple. My daughter loved this color purple, so and a lot of young girls do. And it comes in a bunch of other colors, which I'm sure other knife companies do. But I'm a Kershaw fan, so. But yep, I like them. I like my Kershaws too. They they've been pretty durable, and I beat the yeah. living crap out of them. So yeah, so I would say that to continue on with something, one of the things. If um, what what I really like is uh, is a good shooting bag, and I'm not just talking some little little tiny one. I mean, you get like a big one, and I don't can't remember what mine's called a bull's bag or something like that. A front, mm -hmm. I, I mean that to me that is the the stillest I can hold when I shoot. And I mean, when I shoot that, and I got a good rifle or a good load or something, I mean I can shoot dimes at that thing at 100 yards. But I would also get like a heel bag for it. Get the big front one. Even when, even my bipods are, I'll lay that over that bull's bag because a bipod I can still shoot pretty good. But that mm -hmm. bag to me is is even better for for bench shooting. I mean, if you're going to zero in or something like that, get that front bag, which uh, you know, sporting goods stores I've seen or gun shops, the cheap cheaper ones are. 40 50 and expensive ones are upwards around 100 110 i couldn't really tell a difference i'm sure the material in it is, is something to it but oh something i really like too and it's uh it's called the lid cam that goes right on right here up on your brim of, of your mm -hmm. cap or any hat really uh mm -hmm. i know my buddy eric newman he's been using one for a lot of the videos we do um it, and it goes hand in hand with a tacticam you're talking about stocking stuffers now they'll say they'll fit right down there in there yeah yeah, right perfect. now, LidCam's got a deal going on. I believe they're about $149, but it's buy one, mm -hmm. get one. So if you order one, you're getting two. 
And uh, I think that's a heck of a good deal, and I would really recommend it. We've used them. They, they're pretty clear. And to give you just that other perspective, so if you're actually a person who's doing a lot of hunting and you're filming that stuff, and you mm -hmm. might have your other camera, you throw your lid cam on and just let it run, pull that footage, and then you can bring in different angles. Uh, I actually did that with his turkey hunting down in the buttes. He had that going. He had his other camera going and kind of missed the shot with the big camera. Yeah. I was able to grab it off that lid cam and it turned out. It, turned out it actually looked pretty good. Like the video it took yeah. looked pretty good. I was kind of surprised by it, but. I don't think anyone even noticed that we switched cameras, you know, shots. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I was very happy with that. And it was, that was a lot of fun seeing how that would work. And so, so I, I got to recommend it. Okay. Awesome. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to go against that one. That'd be awesome. So I see Vance. <laughs> Vance Bishop says, uh, plate carrier is a great gift and maybe very useful soon. I, I, I agree <laughs> with that. I actually do have a plate carrier front and back. It's a AR 500 company made it. And I think yep. at Christmas, like around this time when I got it to, was it last year? I think maybe it was like 120 bucks and it's the, it's the curved metal and it's got the coating on it. So the bullet don't splatter and freaking blind you, even though it didn't kill you. Yeah. I mean, but that was a pretty good deal. It came with the carrier and the and the two plates. And I mean, they're steel. They're not ceramic. You want to get ceramic ones? They're they're heavy. <laughs> Gene, <laughs> gas card to pay for gas to Phoenix in February. <laughs> hey, I told Gene today is his uh, Cancuzzi yep. and his decals on the way. It's on the yep, way to Mobird, so dropped it. And in that there. was I think that was my fault, Gene. And we didn't get it out right away, but uh, we got it coming mm -hmm. now, and that should take care of them. We do have a couple of them left, I think, but uh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think there are four I counted, the, the leather yeah. ones, but I'm actually, the ones that I got made and ordered um, with our logo on, they're coming, so they're on the way, and when they get here, I'll take some pictures of them, and we can get them up next week, and you guys can see what they look like, and yeah. most of these I just got to make gifts, and and then, um, like I said, I talked to a, a business today, we're looking at caps, and when we get some of those made clay, and I'll get them on here, and um, we, I think we can get Venmo set up for our payment thing with the bank, which we're going to do. And, you know, when you got other jobs doing all this stuff is, you know, it just ain't talking. So we got, and all it right. takes a lot to, I found out it takes a lot to set up a store on your website. Um, mm -hmm. we first we had to get all our paperwork done so that we were, you know, you got to get your government extortion sales yeah. tax license yeah. and uh, all that good stuff. So we got everything done with the secretary of state. We're ready to roll there. And yeah, we're gonna we got some designs coming for sure. So although Todd's gonna get the first one, the mm -hmm. the, the mm -hmm. original assault mm -hmm. weapon, mm -hmm. uh, we'll wait till we get it done to tell you what it's gonna be. But yeah. it's kind of fun. <laughs> so what, all right, Clayton, what else you got here for a gift for some for the hunter and a shooter and a second well, moment? And I mentioned that on Friday's show, I, I think. But I really am. I'm gonna plug them again. That's the Neos overshoes. I'm telling you guys. Mm -hmm. um, Corey, a buddy of mine with Racks Adventure Team, he's the one that showed them to me. I use them ice fish. And I got the cleats and I've been wearing them now that we got snow and ice around here the last few days. Mm -hmm. uh, at almost 50 years old, I don't want to fall anymore. I guess it hurts. No, I don't want to fall when I was younger. Uh, but them things, guys, I've literally put my tennis shoes on or put my, my one time I ran out in my, my slippers. It was the middle of the night. I had to go check it, check out something. And mm -hmm. I just slipped them on and you're, it was 20 below. Your feet don't get cold. I'm amazed by them. They're about 150 to 200, depending on what you buy. Um, I really highly recommend them uh, for for anything, guys. They are the thing to have if you if you got problems with feet getting cold anyway. Trust me, that's what you want. Yep, yep. And uh, well, I'll tell you what. Today, um, swung into uh, my cousin and her husband's business, Capital City Restaurant Supply. 
um, got some seasonings and some other stuff for Christmas gifts in there. I mean, there's tons of stuff in there. I mean, I mean, I'm not like some big chef guy. That's not what the whole. There is so much stuff in there that you can find. It, it's an awesome place to go. I, yeah, I mean, I you got somebody place. who's processes their own deer meat. I mean, you got the seasonings, the bags, the stuffer, the grinder, the knives. And I mean, I think that would be an awesome gift for for a deer hunter and people like cutting up their own meat and making it. I mean, that, I think that'd be a great idea to, to do that as well. Plus, I can promise you this: uh, Ricky's uh, he's actually in the military and he's a huge Second Amendment guy. So them guys are great hey there you go amelia you're right jerky's always a, you can't go wrong with jerky <laughs> no um if, if your guy don't like uh, meat well maybe you better see if he's a guy <laughs> that just sounded weird play <laughs> if your guy don't like me Oh, get your mind out of the gutter. Oh, uh, right, right. Pay for someone's hair. Oh, big R taking a crack at me. <laughs> I knew that. I knew you'd love that one. Oh, sorry. Me, Randy. <laughs> sorry, big R. It's going to keep growing. It's gonna, my, my wife doesn't like it, but it's, it's going to keep going. It's big, the big gray bushes. Fingers through that silky hair. <laughs> it, it's curly. You can't run your fingers it's like calf hair. It's not very. <laughs> but, oh, no, no. Uh, Go ahead. So we were we were talking last week too about um, barrel break-ins and barrel cleanings. I think for doing that, you get yourself a cleaning rod, and I'm not just talking about the cheap junk steel one that you screw together right. and it'll wreck up, you know, screw up your your uh, barrel crown or your chamber. Get a nice nylon coated one, and actually get a bore guide too. A bore guide is pretty cheap. You can actually get a cheap plastic bore guide that'll work good, and. Um, you're gonna it's gonna make cleaning way easier and you're not gonna get a bunch of stuff in your chamber and it's gonna save the rifling on your barrel and stuff so that's gonna run you you know they're not cheap they're probably like 35 40 bucks but they're probably gonna last somebody a lifetime and it's not gonna screw up their barrel so no i got three different ones you know for different calibers and then i buy the jags the brass jags i don't just use them little pulls Mm -hmm. i've learned that you know what for I'll spend a little extra money on that kind of stuff so that I don't mess up my barrel or screw up mm-hmm. the rifling. It's I worth I like, it. It is. I like accuracy, and I don't want to mess it up. Yeah, and and like Clay said, we were talking, buy it caliber specific. Don't just buy yep. a 22 or a 17 rod and then try and shove that thing through a 30 cal bore. It's going to flex and be hard <laughs> to push through, and you're going to screw it up. Don't. Just get the caliber specific. Yeah. So. I know I bought. I had to buy another one when I got my Lapua because you know, when I yeah. started getting those bigger chambers, three thirty-eight wood mags Lapua thing. Yeah, <laughs> we. I had to have them, and I, I highly recommend getting those things. I really do. See, Big R said my hair is going to be blown in the wind on the mule. It's going to be just like right? Nicholas Cage there, and uh, when he's in Vegas there with the with the con air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. So oh I would say too, um, if you got somebody with the, it doesn't matter, pistol, rifle, um, whatever, some shotguns got detached, buy magazines for stocking stuffers. I mean, you trust yeah. me, you're never going to have enough magazines. I don't care if you shoot or you don't, don't do it a lot. It's just good to have, it's like a fire extinguisher, man. It's just good to have it. I mean, I, I, I shoot a lot. So I, I, uh, rotate my magazines and use them. I know if they say the springs don't go bad, but I don't buy that. You can press steel for a long time. I don't, I can't. It takes and they're a cheap. While, but... I mean, they're cheap, and they are a good P mag, which I would recommend, or a Lancer for an AR. You know, it's going to be thirteen dollars, maybe. You know, and I'll add to that: if you're going to get mags, if you got guys that shoot a lot of AR 15s or you already shoot the Ruger 10 22, I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. how many thousands of 22 shells mm-hmm. me and the boys went through this summer. It's well worth 
getting those reloaders that you just dump the shells in and then put your mag in there and click, you know, you just turn it mm-hmm. and it loads them up. To, and you can load up those 20 to 25 round mags pretty fast on the 1022s. And if you get the one that's 223, it works really well. I got one of them too. I love it. Yeah. I would say too on them Ruger mags, the uh, 1022s, get the steel lips, not the cheap ones with the plastic lips. They, they work, but the ones with the steel mm-hmm. lips work better. I would say just, just go ahead and buy the Ruger factory when it's going to cost you a little more, but you're getting better quality, in my opinion. Hey, uh, Gordy sends in a message. Are we going to sell some 701 swag for Christmas? Uh, Gordy, we don't have nothing on the website right now, but if uh, you'll private message either me or Jamie, uh, let's get together. We can probably get you something if you need to. Yeah. I said, like, we got the, we got this t-shirt design. Yeah. We can put the other logo on. We've got some, we've got a few things we've made. We've just been trialing yeah. here. I, I don't know if you yeah. caught the beginning, Gordy. I, I, I do. I did get some can coolers made like for regular size cans and the tall, like the, what the white claws or the Mick ultra cans oh or a can of Coke or whatever. So when I get them, I mean, I'm, I'm giving some away to my friends for gifts, but I will have some. And I mean, if you're interested and I'll get some pictures up and like Clay can bring them pictures up on here, I can download them, pop them up. I mean, if you're interested, let me know. I'm yeah, probably, and- you know, probably going to sell them for like eight bucks. I mean, I didn't buy a whole bunch and they weren't super expensive either, but, but I can't just, you know, give them away. Yeah. They're, they're Plus they're super, I mean, stuff. eight bucks is worth it hundred percent when you're getting seven oh one swag. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, so all right clay if you know somebody here's an here's a great gift and i love this kind of thing if you know somebody who's got their own shooting range 100 yards whatever 50 yards get them a steel gong absolutely can, and i mean they're they're there's another thing again it'll, it'll probably last you damn near your whole lifetime for what they're not even that expensive i mean you get like a nice 10 inch one for a rifle out to easily 200 yards, you should be able to hit that with no problem. But I mean, up yes. to closer to 100 with that, it for you know that'll be easy. Or just handguns, handgun ones are even cheaper because it's a lower grade of steel. So, yeah, I I, I highly I recommend that, that as well. Yeah, or you get um, like a safe dehumidifier. If you got somebody who's got a gun safe, trust me, you're gonna need one of these. You're gonna get rust on your rifle, or your handguns, or whatever, and they're and they're they're again relatively inexpensive and, and they're going to save you a lot of pain in the long run absolutely nope there's a i don't know knives are always good i got knives um binocular harnesses that you wear on your chest perfect those are Love, those are awesome. way better than the neck one way better <laughs> absolutely 100 was, binocular harnesses are awesome yep and i know jamie wears one quite often i constantly do too, wear one. And yep. i i wouldn't know actually what to do uh, when I'm out hunting without it, because oh. it frees up your hands. It's not sitting there flying around in your walking course. Yeah, I know some like of our listeners go, "What are you doing walking?" But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, when you're out walking, yeah. <laughs> it, it's yeah. just, that's the way to. That's the one thing and to have. If if you want to spend a little more, I would you know if you really love your man, yeah. <laughs> get him a gun. Get him a yeah. You can get him a gun for sure. I was, I was gonna say a range. If you really love your man, right there. Get him one of yeah. <laughs> get him one of those. Get him one of those and go get it laser engraved with the guns and the seven hundred one on the side of it. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I would say a range finder. I like personally what I saw works awesome are loopholes, or or well, the Sig the Sig Kilo Sig actually works probably better even in my blue pole a little bit but I mean I gotta throw an off brand awesome. in there for you they're not so okay. off brand anymore Axel's like ammo absolutely uh, <laughs> yeah, David over can. there at 1760 Sports right there in Mandan 
he hooked me up with an Athlon. Um, I don't know if I had you look at that when you were out here, but I'm telling I don't you right think now, so. that thing I, I've had, I've had Leopold, I've had them all. I think mm-hmm. that that thing's no, it's just as good, and it's about half the price. And I, I can tell you, I haven't been nice with it. I used it out deer hunting. I used it on the dog town. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a great tool, and uh, the price is right. So. I really, guys, look into those anth- uh, Athlons because uh, it's a rangefinder. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, there's Randy's got a good one, too. You get a bench vice, not like one of them good tipped in mm, the ultimate yes. one like I got. Yeah, that's that's a good. That's a really good suggestion, actually, Randy. And those will probably be 100 120 bucks, but they're, they're well worth it. And, again, that's something that's never going to get wrecked. And trust me, a person who um, works on guns a lot and cleans them, those things are awesome. They work great. I do a lot of reloading and I, I hate dirty brass. So another good thing would be get, get them a, a brass cleaner, a tumbler or a vibrator at the, you know, the vibrating ones to me, guys are invaluable. <laughs> they keep that stuff looking good. And uh, I'd go with that. I don't, I don't know what that means. I'm sorry, Clay. I'm not laughing at what Clay's saying. I'm laughing at a comment. I don't know You're what talking that means. About the axle put up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hey Doug, good to see ya. Hawks are also good. Yeah, they are. Yep. Well, didn't we used to have uh the NRA banquets like Hawk Scopes or something? Yeah, briefly, but they didn't stay in the VDO program very long. Mm-hmm. Um so and okay. uh, I hate to say it, but we had some issues with their warranties. I think mm-hmm. that's what happened there. So okay. Uh, just before we get on to the next thing, I just a couple more things I'd throw in here for sure that I that I use a ton and I'm not saying I'm the person who hunts the most or shoot, shoots the most, but I do it more than the average bear, a lens pen. And I mean, you can buy that. Every oh year yeah. Cause it, it, they're 10 bucks, 10, 12 bucks. And not only a pen, a cloth. Cause I have, you get your glass wet. You can get like a nice little cloth. You can pull it out. Cause your lens pen, ain't going to clean it. That lens cloth, just cause taking your jacket and so you're going to scratch your freaking glass up and you're going to be pissed. I mean, no, a small absolutely. investment for somebody like that, throw it in their stocking, a good pair of hunting socks actually. Them runnings, I bought like the three pair of the, the just them browning ones that are like twelve bucks. I'm surprised those things are pretty sweet, you know. And then like Doug said, take get get you twenty two hollow points or some seventeen, throw it in the stocking. I mean, absolutely. No, everyone awesome. loves ammo, and ammo's back on the shelves for the most part. So yeah, yep. we back. It's bad. What did that say here? <laughs> in my case, I have no idea what Doug has. So Amanda and the Sporting Good Gift Certificate is the way to go. <laughs> Trust me, Lynette, you don't want to know all that he's got. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not worth anything either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dougie, you better hope you better hope you all live her. She's gonna sell that stuff for nothing. <laughs> well, we'll help price it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clay and I'll come out and help you. Don't worry, we'll take care of that for you. So, uh, all well, right, speaking Clay, of so- that, um, I don't know, do we have any more gifts here? I mean, you know what we do, but why don't we just let's go for the obscene profits time out here, and then let's get into our our buddy who's taking over for Nanny Pelosi. All right, here we go. We're gonna thank. We're gonna go pay some bills and and thank our sponsors here. You bet. Guns in the Seven Hundred One is sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located on Three Hundred Nine South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Doug and the boys are patriots who support your Second Amendment rights with friendly service, decades of experience, competitive pricing, and expert advice for all your auto needs. It's getting colder out, so bring your vehicle in for a checkup and let Doug make sure you won't get stuck out in the cold this season. 
Stop in and let them know that you heard it on guns and the 701 and you appreciate his support for your freedom and most importantly, our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lauer Auto Repair, Bismarck, North Dakota. Give them a call, 701-258-6308. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, There you, you go, know, Doug. I'm, we got you a new one, buddy. We got him a new one. We got it done. <laughs> and, Doug, if you, I know you're listening. Uh, I'll be in. Uh, I'll probably be after the first of the year, though, but. I want to get a set of tires. Um, I'm going to, like I said, I, I did that when I was with the NRA. If they were a supporter of us, I supported mm-hmm. them, and that's all I want. I'm going to mm-hmm. do the same thing. And the expedition's ready, so we'll, we'll get a set of tires, bud. Awesome. So now I know what now, you're going to go to. Okay, are we going to are we going to hit uh, are we going to hit the blind gaze eye? I suppose we better. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fault. I'm sorry there. Uh, Wyatt, here we go. We forgot to give you some love here. Here we go. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota for all your custom window coverings. You can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the Blind Guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right, there we go. Two great sponsors, guys, Lara Auto Repair and the Blind Guy. Christmas is coming up. I think some new blinds or window coverings are perfect for everybody. So there we go. Excuse me. All right, Clay. So um, Democrats lost the House of Representatives. And as anybody who pays any attention at all knows, Nancy Pelosi, massive, massive anti-Second Amendment, Second Amendment prohibitionist. (laughs) So she got replaced with uh, Mr. Hakeem Jeffries from New York, you know. Cotton, real yeah. common sense kind of guy, you know. He likes to portray himself. Sounds American, so. don't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he. Uh, we're gonna go over Hakeem's Second Amendment record here. Yeah, I agree. Whoever yeah. put that twenty-two, two fifty, that stuff. That is that stuff is scarce. That's still. Well, hard wait a minute. We got a question right. for our sponsors here. Is the blind guy That's only in Bismarck? Oh, I heard an ad from them in Rapid City. Uh, that probably the blind guy is South Dakota. I don't, I know Wyatt and Tammy went into Minnesota before, but I think that was kind of a special trip. You can certainly call and ask them if they, you know, if they know you're a, you're a supporter of the show that Tammy might want to put some miles on yep. the old, uh, and he's close enough to the border, just like I am. So, well, they might actually just go down, down there and ride four wheelers and do their thing for you too. So, because they go the hills quite a bit, <laughs> they support the Black Hills quite a bit. So, yeah. But I'm not yeah. sure, Eric, if someone can ask Wyatt. But I do know well, there are other listening. guys. The blind guy is a, from what I understand, kind of a bigger, a bigger corporation yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that supplies it, it. And then they, they, but Wyatt and Tammy are independent. So. Mm-hmm. So if, if either right. one of them are listening, you know, feel free to text Clay or I or put the answer in here in the chat. So, okay, yep. so let's get into a little few things here. Um, <clears throat> first of all, Mr. Hakeem Jeffries, before we get into <laughs> his record, I'm going to kind of give it away what he's all about. He was endorsed by the Giffords organization. What? Gabby oh, Giffords. Who, who Gabby thought? Giffords uh, came up here years ago trying mm-hmm. to promote second amendment prohibition marty beard and, I and a few other guys are over there against him but yeah that'll oh, tell you right there for right out of the gate what he's all about and he he just loved that endorsement too <laughs> and of course 
uh, ban assault weapons. My air quotes there that belong in war zones, not in our streets. And Clay and I talked about the streets <laughs> thing. And if you listen to the show, uh, you know, weapons of war, assault weapons, every damn gun, bow and arrow is a weapon of war. So I, at least he, he was honest. He wants to ban everything, right? Yeah, everything. All of them, right? <laughs> all you bow hunters, watch well, out. They're coming after your weapons. Yeah, of war. trust me. Trust me. No, Wyatt said it's a blind guy out of Spearfish. He just sent me a text. Thanks, okay. Wyatt. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Wyatt. Yep. You ask and you shall receive. Hey, hey, that's so clean. Right? We got the best listeners. I mean, a lot of well, people you know say what? they do, but we do. I think that Eric, I know Eric is closer to Bismarck than he is to Spearfish. So there you go, Wyatt. Okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. So I got a few questions he was asked on the, on the issues website. So background checks. Do you think they should be required, be required between private citizens? What do you think he answered, Clay? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. I imagine yes, right? <laughs> you got it, buddy. All right, second question. <laughs> should citizens be allowed to carry guns? Oh, absolutely not. No, that's just horrible. It's unsafe. Yeah. Man, you're right on board with Akeem here. You know what he's all about. <laughs> okay. Tommy okay, bastard. should citizens... <laughs> be required to have a license for gun ownership well absolutely if it saves one life what about free speech you think they need a license for that oh no no you don't need a okay license. well only, <laughs> that wasn't a question only, but that's what he'd say only only those people that that want to be conservatives and and constitutionalists because they're pretty scary so they got to have a license for free speech but if it's liberal speech we're good to go well you nailed that one <laughs> <laughs> he also he also sponsored the the ammo capacity, large capacity ammunition feeding device act, and, yeah. Which we all know what that is, ten rounds or less until we say no, five rounds or less. Yeah, that but, was uh, that was wanted, that was one of his co-sponsored bills in 2013. Yeah. So and he wanted this stuff's it, been around for a while, guys. Yeah, and he wanted it. Man, if you wanted you to get fined and 10 years in prison if they caught you with one. Mm-hmm. Hey, but he was going to be nice. If you had uh, if you had it before the ban went into effect, I mean, I guess we'll let you keep it until we decide that's not going to work again. Right, right. Well, then and, had to have identification yep. markings. Oh, here's one of my favorite it, ones coming up. Here's <laughs> one right here. And every damn near every Democrat you'll run across will, will go right down the line with Hakeem, but... 99.9% of them will be behind him on this. Co-sponsored to repeal stand your ground laws. Um, and he was proud of it too. Oh God, he loved it. Just you know, you're supposed to run out of your house. All they want yep. is your TV. Oh. Oh, we're gonna kill you. I'm just gonna rape your wife. Jesus, what's the problem? Yeah. You wanna shoot me? <laughs> I don't care if you're I don't care if if you're sitting in traffic. And some shit staying wigs out and comes out and starts punching on your window and freaking out. I'll tell you what, I'll give you my opinion right now. You should be able to ventilate that son of a beep. Make him resume. when you're when Room you're that unhinged and you if you get out and do something like that, or you're screaming hard at somebody, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Don't run, you know, that you shouldn't run away. I that Democrats <laughs> think you ought to just lay there and take it, you know. Yeah, if you die, that's just the way it's supposed to be. Well, remember that West Fargo gal? She, she asked me who made me the judge and the jury. <laughs> and doesn't that guy have rights? I said, no, he don't. He give them up when he pulled his gun or, or tried to threaten me, and I'm going to shoot him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't like my answer either. So uh, he also condemns any and all efforts to weaken gun laws. 
<laughs> so, um, as you can see, we didn't get anything better out of the Democrats with Nancy going. Trust me, everybody's like, God, I'm so sick I couldn't stand looking at her. I'm going to promise you this right now. Remember me telling you this one, not even a year from now, but let's just give it a year. You will detest even seeing that man just as much as you did seeing Nancy Pelosi. That oh, I'm absolutely. That and I'm I can tell you, you this. If in the next election the, the Republicans lose the House and the Democrats retake it, this guy will be worse than Nancy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Nancy yeah. Pelosi is batshit crazy, okay? And she's an alcoholic. She was still a Democrat that leaned left. This guy, this guy is all out communist. He does not like the Constitution. He doesn't like this country. He, This guy is 10 times worse. And mm-hmm. that's actually scary because I don't have a lot of confidence anymore in our election cycle. No. But, and until the Republicans play the game they play, that's the one, that's the hand we've yeah. been dealt. Oh, yeah. We need to You're get right. out there and get our ballots and get them in, go around like they do and give them to everybody, let them vote and then turn them in. I mean, they made the rules, and we can't stop until we play their game. It's checkmate. Mm-hmm. So something that baffles me, Clay and I talked about this earlier, Dave. <laughs> right on, Kevin. Best thing for a carjacking is one in the chamber, absolutely. <laughs> Especially one of them hollow point LBs, that's what you want. There you go. Yeah, the long So in, in Georgia, if, if you aren't paying attention, <laughs> Raphael Warnock lost, a man who said um, carrying your firearm is, is, is a sign of white privilege. Yep. I mean, how yeah. ridiculous is that? Like, like black people can't carry guns and give me a freaking break, dude. <laughs> yeah. I didn't um, remember the last time a gun being, you know, given the darn about what color you were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. If one goes through your chest, um, you, you're not going to care what color the person was pulling the damn trigger. No. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was a crappy turnout again for de- Republicans. Um, I, I don't understand like I told Clay, I'm, I'm not sure if <laughs> do a bunch of rural people in Georgia not like black people or what, because the rural counties didn't turn out for, for, for Herschel. I mean, they did vote red, but I mean, not in big numbers like they should have. Yeah, it uh, it was interesting to kind of go through them numbers a little bit today afterwards, breaking them out, you know, county by county and precinct mm-hmm. by precinct. Of course, around Atlanta, they went heavily for the Democrat because they're that shit crazy yeah. too i guess yeah i was <laughs> but i actually got a picture here i was gonna right right here i got it off newsmax today if I, you see that oh, that's georgia look at all red that is yep. compared to i mean there's blue dots in there this is this is the problem my friends yep. is my friends like john mccain my friends my friends <laughs> the problem is we we need a, um an electoral college county by county in each state because otherwise it I mean, it's that to me, they always want to be fair to me. That's the only fair thing. You want to be fair. If you live in slope County and the population there compared to cast County, you think that's fair? I, no. Cause the people in cast County, I'll promise you the vast majority of them think nothing like the good folks in slope County. Absolutely. And you and I talked about that you know, quite a while ago about the mm-hmm. electoral college type system, mm-hmm. taking it even farther down the chain. And I like it. I mean, I'm just looking at North Dakota alone. When you look at these elections, guys, they're not that far apart. No. Yes, we still win, um, wrong or right. Uh, and Republicans aren't necessarily conservatives, all of them. I can tell you right now, if this keeps going the trend that's been going, 
North Dakota will turn purple just the way it did Colorado, Montana. Oh, yeah. A lot of them them used yep. to be solid, conservative red states that went purple, then went Guaranteed. Blue. Guaranteed. And because we just are going to get outvoted, there's just not the population. Yeah. yeah, our county might go completely red, but it doesn't mean that we're mm-hmm. going to outvote another county on the eastern side of the state. They got more but people. To expand on Walker a little bit, why they must not have liked him is because Brian Kemp won as governor. He crushed the Georgia Hippo in the general election. Their Georgia's House and Senate are, are not quite the majority like ours is, but they're pretty dominant. So, right. Something about the guy is. Um, Herschel right, Walker was a poor candidate, plain, plain and simple. I, I said that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Not that he's probably a bad guy. I don't know. I don't know the guy. No, I seems... think they ran him because he was a because he was black, and I hate race politics. I do matter. too. And he was a football star, and they thought that was going to carry a lot of mm-hmm. clout, and it, I knew it wouldn't. They need to run the best candidate, mm-hmm. not the right. best one that has the best. Oh, he didn't. He wasn't too well spoken, and people like to get smoke blown up their rear end when somebody's. Remember Obama? Um, oh God, he sucks. He talks so. So I seen Gordy wants us to bring this up about about Hoven here a little bit and okay. let, let's just kind of bring it up clay what we talked about remember when I, when I was reading the deal there and you you were you thought exactly what i thought so we <laughs> passed a law here a couple of years ago uh that made north dakota a second amendment sanctuary city yes sanctuary city yeah sanctuary, sanctuary state, state my bad and which means our law enforcement doesn't have to help the feds enforce any federal infringement on second amendments, nor, nor use any money. So Mac Schneider, Mac Schneider, huge Democrat, Joe Heitkamp thinks this guy is just the, the, the Greek God of Democrat. Paul guy. Remember when he was on here, he just kissed this guy's rear end up and down. And I should tell you, he was appointed as a U.S. attorney by Joe Biden. Okay. And John Hoven, Kelly Armstrong, and I'm sad to say, even Kevin Kramer kissed this guy's rear end. Here's a, here's a thing from, from Hoven, and we're done with this. We're going to get into our new segment, but Clay and I just got to touch on this. So here's John Hoven. We welcome Max Schneider to his new role as U.S. attorney, and we wish him the best as he takes on this important job for the people of North Dakota. He doesn't represent me. We will continue working to ensure our law enforcement, including Federal officers have the resources they need to uphold our laws and keep our communities safe while supporting efforts to protect the rights of our state and its citizens. Number one, there's no way you should be kissing ass on a, on a leftist who was appointed by a leftist. That's right. That's number one. Number two, I just said we had a law passed that made North Dakota a sanctuary state, and John Holman right here just said he wants to ensure our law enforcement including federal officers, federal officers. That's the point of being a sanctuary state, that federal officers don't get any help or resources from the state to uphold our laws and keep our community safe. John wants Mac to just keep doling money out and, yep. tell, and, and, and tell our law enforcement, help the feds out and force this if you give some federal gun infringement passed. Yeah, and, and that's, that's Holvin, guys. I'm that was Holman. That was Kelly Armstrong and Kevin Kramer. Yep. They should have said Hoven, nothing. Not all of them are, are guilty of it, but Holman yes. especially because yep. Holman was the man that was trying to tell us he was conservative. He just had an election. Oh, he, he heard him at the state convention. Like, oh, he was all fire and brimstone right winger. 
that guy, you'd have thought he was far, he he would have been farther right than me and you. Which, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would have, you would have. But according to him, he was, and uh, that's the kind of guy John Hoven was. And people in the state of North Dakota lined up and couldn't vote for him fast enough, and uh, that's mm-hmm. your fault. Uh, yep. If you voted for John Hoven, you were part of the problem. Yeah, because you had uh, a candidate, Rick Becker. You know. Again, there, there's there's no point for him to even say anything. If somebody should have asked him about it, ah, no comment. You know, he's 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 a Democrat. What he should have said was, "Listen, this is a red state. Joe Biden is a Democrat. Max Schneider is a Democrat. That guy has no positive impact coming to this no. state. None, Not other no. than Fargo. Yeah. You know? But they're there kissing his butt like, oh, God, Max Schneider. He was a center for UND. He's cool. He played football. Yeah, I love football. I don't give two rats rear ends if Max Schneider did anything. He's a leftist. The guy's against. I'll promise you, deep down, Max Schneider is just like Joe Heitkamp because they love each other. They're leftists. They're against. He, every decision he's going to make is going to be a leftist yep. ideology and probably leaner, leaning closer to socialism. Yeah. That's just like Tim Turden was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did I say that exactly. wrong, Clayton? No, you said it perfect. <laughs> kind of like, you know. You take a Joel mm-hmm. and wipe your Heidi. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and t- guys, and was Thompson, out there. I got to point this out. He made okay, a great go point there. And he, he did. Just need a good sheriff. That's true, guys. Mm-hmm. Sheriffs right now are going to become one of the most important elected offices mm-hmm. from here on out. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Get people who are constitutionalists to run. Yeah. They have to run for these sheriff's offices. I'm telling you right now, you got to have a strong sheriff that has the cojones to arrest these people and deputize anybody that he needs to do mm-hmm. that job. And that's where it's going to come down to. I mean, he's one man. If, if, if he don't have any backing, it's not going to do any good. But you're going to have to have constitutional sheriffs. Right. They are the top law enforcement agency yep. in the county. I don't care what some people say at the state legislature. The way this was set up, the sheriff is the top dog. And uh, right now, over there in Dickinson, you guys got one hell of a sheriff in Corey Lee. You know, and I understand that uh, you do need to be cordial in some things in politics, but the Democrats aren't cordial with us, so, you know, don't show them anything they're not showing. Shiloh had a great comment here. I want to read that. He wouldn't have won the state convention that his buses wouldn't have had showed up, and and they would have followed the rules. But oh, listen, absolutely. the main thing, if you were there, which Clay, you were, you were sitting right behind yep. me, you guys. <laughs> yep. Um, and I, we were sitting, and guess what? Hoven won because the Eastern soft Republicans and the left leaning side of the state put him over the top. Think they about did. that. The, the, the that leftist, more leftist thinking people put John Hoven. They didn't vote for Becker because they, they wanted somebody more left. I'll promise yes. you that. Absolutely. That's what did it. That's what that's what did it. And, and you know what? I'll tell you what, I'll take Hoven over a lot of senators, but but when when he needs to get chewed out, he needs to get it. And I'm sure he doesn't yep. care about me, but guess what? I'm saying it so. He doesn't care about much of anything. He he's there for his benefits and the big you know, bring back a few crumbs and um, try to buy people's votes, and that's what he does. I mean, that's all Hoven does. He was a Democrat long before he was a Republican. He just changed parties and he's still Democrat. All right, I'm going to put Angry Jamie back in the box there. I got fired. Okay. That chaps me. <laughs> All right, Clayton, we got a new segment we talked about. We do. Um, so um, We're going to hit it. 
I guess let's hit it. We'll bring in the new intro here, and this is our Midwest Badass. There, it, was, it was a quick one. We'll, we'll, we'll get better at that one. I kind of wanted you to play that a little longer, to be honest with you. I was liking that. Some good happen. tune. <laughs> yeah, I remember right, it Clace. was a long day. But so, so this. And so before first... we get started, because I think this goes into it, because yeah, right here, guys, you. Pearl Harbor Day, Remembrance Day here on December seventh, and uh, those of you who don't know, that's when Pearl Harbor was attacked by the Japanese Empire, and then. We unleashed our badasses, and this Which was one is, of the guys. Yep. Which that was. This badass came out of the box just for that. There he is, right there. There he is. That's, and that's I Joel told, Foss. That's, yep. I can't believe they actually put him on Time Magazine. Who was the, wow, yeah. on the NRA even yeah. there? That's so. Joe Foss. Joe Foss. There he is, right there. That, that's, 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 that's a real badass. Years right there. That's uh, <laughs> awesome. Guy cranking on a cigar, flying around fighter planes. Gotta love it, don't you? Yeah, I do love it. That, that's awesome. That is that guy's scared of nobody. I guarantee it. So yeah, so, Joe Foss was. Uh, he joined the Marine Corps. He's in South Dakota, and or so. When Clay do this, when we say Midwest badass, we weren't picking guys out of the Midwest. So what's that? Yeah, I, I said when Clay and I when Clay and I said Midwest badass, we're taking guys out of the Midwest. So yeah, and uh, anyone from South, that's from South Dakota knows who Joe Foss was. Yep. Yep. So Joe, Joe Foss was, he was a United States Marine Corps on Guadalcanal. He was a fighter pilot for the Marines. He was an ace. He was an ace. He received the medal yep. of honor and recognition of his role for air combat during Guadalcanal. Yep, that was the yep. first part of Joe Foss's list. This guy is done right there. And anybody who knows anything about World War II, the F4F Wildcat, that, that thing was vastly oh. out, out, um, out, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the Japanese everything. Zero was, was a far superior fighter to the F-4 Wildcat. The Hellcat Absolutely. came along later, and then kind of the Zeros kind of started taking. So when, when Joe and his boys at the Cactus Air Force in Guadalcanal were taking down Zeros, they were doing it with, with inferior equipment. It was all Absolutely. skill. It was badass Absolutely. skill. It was badass it was. skill. It really was. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you, you know, Joe Foss, and that's what he's known for. Um, you know, I, I was looking up probably the same stuff you're looking up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was October 1942. The pilots were sent to Guadalcanal. Can't even talk tonight. Guadalcanal. And uh, October 9th, that's when Foss and his group, they, uh, they catapulted off of the USS Capache escort carrier and flew 350 miles north to reach their target. Uh, their, their group code was Cactus. He gained a lot, a big reputation because of his aggressive close-in fighting tactics. And, you know, you can read about all this, but I, I did have the privilege to meet some of the people. I never met him. And I'm telling you, they, he had he had a reputation for being kind of crazy. <laughs> really? Well, you kind of got to be if you're going to take on being yeah. outnumbered and outgunned. So. He shot down his first Japanese Zero on his first combat mission on October 13th. and he, But his F4F, his Wildcat, took took a beating it was shot up really bad mm-hmm. and it had a dead engine and three more zeros on his tail he landed at full speed with no flaps with minimal control at henderson field unbelievable so, i mean he he didn't care he was just wild he was doing his job uh november 7th uh, his wildcat was again hit he survived it by ditching it in the sea off of the island of Malata. so that's just a yeah. little brief history they were known as the fosses flying circus and he himself named some of these guys, 
you had two sections, the farm boys and the city slickers. Is what he <laughs> <laughs> you got to love it. He Goddamn segregationist. <laughs> yeah, damn it. So in three months of sustained con- combat, Foss's flying circus had shot down 72 Japanese Zero aircraft, including wow. 26 credited just to Foss himself. He matched How many? The Say that again. How many did he shoot down? 26 all by himself out of Damn. that 72. That's a and double matched the record of 26 kills held by America's top World One ace, Eddie Rickenbacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one had done it since then. So, I mean, wow. And that's and just, Eddie died that's just his War military. Yeah, yeah, yes, he did. And that's just his military record. I mean, the yeah. guy went on to do a lot of things. Medal of Honor. He, I mean, he won the Medal of Honor as a pilot. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Right here. He, there's his. You got one for Valor, um, one for Flying. I forget. I don't remember what they all were. Let's see. There they were. Combat action ribbons, flying the Distinguished Flying Cross, the Medal of Honor, mm-hmm. um, of course, and then the Naval av- Aviator Badge. I mean, the man, he done more <laughs> than most people do in a lifetime. And like I said, that's yeah, just his military service. That's just the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he got actually three Air Medals. Yeah, did you say it? I, I didn't. Yep, three air medals. Okay, I got you. Gotcha. I mean, he was the president of the National Rifle Association from 1988 to 19, 1990. He was an avid, avid, and that's what this was, uh, Second Amendment supporter. He was always taking pictures with his guns. He, If he wanted yeah. a picture, he's going to use his love guns. It. And you got to love, love a man like that, don't you? I mean. I do. I do. He just, he was, what a man that, that way. He served as the governor of South Dakota. Uh, from 1955 to 1959, so he served one term. Mm-hmm. He also went on to uh, well, let's see, let's just read it. He right, was then a, he, the uh, Football League commissioner. I think he was their yep. first president. Yep. Now later known as the AFC Conference for those yes. football fans. He was a television broadcaster. He was an author. He was an avid entrepreneur. He was always doing something. Um, he served then, of course, in the United States Marine Corps, 1940-1946. And then the National Guard, the South Dakota Air National Guard, 46 to 55. He served total from 1939 to 1955 in the United States military. He achieved the rank of in the Marines as Major, United States Marine Corps, and then Brigadier General. So, wow. I mean, the guy just kept going and going and going. <laughs> and like I said, the man did everything. He, I don't know. So who could be more also, badass than him? Like the AF, and the AFL, he helped. Um, he helped them uh, make these big television deals. He was in the, he was the main yes. one of the main people negotiating this stuff. And when they merged, when they were when they merged the leagues, he didn't like that. So that's three and a half. He disagreed with that and stepped aside when the AFL yes. and NFL merged. So Definitely and Al Davis that. succeeded him. So if you know who Al Davis is, but. You know, and and of course, he had an ABC television show, The American Sportsman, from 64 to 67, which took him around the world hunting and fishing. And then he hosted and produced his own syndicate outdoor TV series called The Outdoorsman, Joe Foss, from 67 to 74. And in 72, he began a six-year stint as director of public affairs for Royal Dutch Airlines. I mean, this just keeps going with this guy. (laughs) He just keeps going. Yeah, he and he kept on going. He never quit. Um I mean, the man, he lived a full life. He uh, he accomplished more things than most people do. Um, he's still known. Like I said, uh, Gene Cox had on here that uh, he has a Sioux Falls Airport was named after him. And, yeah, he, that is. That's true. And he finally, he died. You know, he, he was born in uh, 
April 17th, 1915, mm-hmm. and then died at the age 87, January 1st, 2003. Um, wow. Lived a full life. But with yeah. that, I pulled up some clips. Uh, it was an interview he did several years back, of course. Let me and, just throw in one thing here, Clay. Yeah, he, he also, his daughter had cerebral palsy, and he served as president of the National Society of Crippled Children and Adults. Oh. I did not know that one. And he yeah. also started, if I remember right, the Joe Foss Foundation, which... Institute. Institute, okay. Yep. I knew that because I was reading it right when you oh, said Okay, it, so. there you go. And uh, <laughs> what did they act... I mean, they did a lot of things, but what, what are they best known for? I'm sure there's... Uh, 501C nonprofit. The Institute works with veterans and educators around the United States to educate the nation's youth on history and civics and to inspire them to become informed and engaged citizens through classroom presentations, curriculum and scholarships the joe foss institute has served more than 1.35 million children as of june 2014 nationwide currently the institute offers three primary programs veterans inspiring patriotism you are american civics series and scholarship contests which run year-round so you guys just trying to inspire more great americans absolutely yeah here's some comments like okay kevin's got on here he had to adapt and overcome and we we know where that comes from yeah he he made a big point of that in heartbreak (laughs) (laughs) but they're right uh he said was it over there when the germans bombed pearl harbor no it wasn't bluto He's a wild man keith o'donnell and, and keith o'donnell knows a little bit about being a wild man oh yeah and then yep. we thank him for his service. Guys, uh, if you ever get a chance to visit with Keith, we need to have Keith on sometime and yeah, talk a little about what sure. happened. Because Keith endured some very severe injuries, came back from it. He's doing great. He's got two wonderful children. I've known Keith awesome. a long time. Uh, and Hey, you might I be a Midwest right badass spotlight. Uh, yeah, you're thinking the same thing I there, was. Keith. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ax, some top, some top there we shit. Go. Yeah, that and he did it in a prop thing. plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With yeah. an undersized motor compared to what the Japs had. So, yeah, big again, heavy slushing wouldn't turn as tight. And... I got about a two-minute uh, video here, and it's just a, it's a couple of clips from him talking about being the NRA president. Okay. And then uh, kind of talking more about his personality or, or the things he encountered. So okay. let's play that. Yep. Oh, I became president of the National Rifle Association in 89. I've been on the board of directors for years and still am. And see, I believe in the Constitution of the United States. And of course, uh, I don't want anybody horsing around with that, including touching the Second Amendment, which is a right to keep and bear arms. And a lot of people, you know, they they don't understand a lot about the National Rifle Association. And the very liberal members of the press are always giving us a hard time. But that's par for the course. Uh, they just, you know, they're just on your back all the time. But uh, nevertheless, I enjoy fighting with them on it. And they know so <laughs> little about it, they don't can't fight you intelligently. Uh, everyone, I think, that's halfway normal has competed in something, whether it's uh, giving their lesson in first grade, uh, uh, giving a story on show-and-tell day, or being on an athletic team or a debating team or singing in the choir or playing in a ping-pong tournament. Uh, whatever it is, y- you, if you're real honest about it, 
uh, you will admit you sort of rise to the occasion. In, uh, in the only thing that differs in when you're at war is that it, you really arise to the occasion where you're ready to kill the opposition or get killed. And uh, uh, so you, you uh, uh, are at your best, you're most alert, and uh, some say, were you afraid? And I said, you tell them, sport. When somebody's shooting at me, I get a little nervous. And I'd never get over that. I never got over it. And, uh, and of course, the, all of my life, as a result of having been in combat and, and war and seeing people get killed, I've realized how important life itself is. And so the big decisions that people have to make you know, from time to time, don't worry me, I never have, compared to life and death itself. I mean, you can learn a lot from guys like that. Absolutely. Joe Foss, he's our first Midwest badass. Uh, he earned it, no doubt about it. He was a, he was a real patriot and uh, a hero to a lot of people. So, Clay, I, I found a few more things here. I'm not going to read some of this, but I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to read this, this paragraph here. This guy is freaking amazing. Foss was inducted into the National Aviation Hall of Fame in 1984. He was also president and board chairman of the Air Force Association and director of the United States Air Force Academy. In 2000, he served as consultant on the popular computer game Combat Flight Simulator 2 by Microsoft. <laughs> and trust me, there's a, there's a couple more paragraphs I could read about this guy. I'm not, I'm not going to do it, but... I mean, if you don't think that guy's a badass and an, an ultimate American, you know what I liked what he said right there too, right away when you're playing that when he said, "If you're halfway normal, yeah, if you're halfway normal." And <laughs> I got a good <laughs> grin out of that because he imagine that guy alive today and seeing what's going on oh, with some of these people. My God, I don't think he'd be very happy. But you know what? If he was able, I think he'd be out there fighting because I don't think he'd know oh, he any other it. way. He said he said it was great. I mean, yeah, he loved fighting with liberals uh, when he was <laughs> NRA president, you know, and I was a kid when he was the NRA president and wasn't that involved, you know, yeah. then, of course. But yeah, when I went I out there, graduated you, from high school. you talk to some of the guys that knew him, you know, that were still at the NRA, and because they're, they're like, hey, you know, guy from South Dakota, he was our president. So, yeah, I knew that. And, uh, and all they had was good things to say. And they're like, oh, yeah, he didn't put up with nothing. He didn't. Mince no. no words. If he called a spade a spade, he, if he didn't like you, he'd just tell you. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why he's what, so um, what, let's do another obscene profit timeout and then we're going to yep. do the, we're going to do the happy ending of the week and we're, we're up on an hour here. So hang in there. We got a few, All right, a few more things go. for you. You bet. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located on 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Doug and the boys are patriots who support your Second Amendment rights with friendly service, decades of experience, competitive pricing, and expert advice for all your auto needs. It's getting colder out, so bring your vehicle in for a checkup and let Doug make sure you won't get stuck out in the cold this season. Stop in and let them know that you heard it on guns and the 701 and you appreciate his support for your freedom and, most importantly, our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lauer Auto Repair, Bismarck, North Dakota. Give them a call. 701-258-6308. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by The Blind Guy of North Dakota. 
for all your custom window coverings. You can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right, and again, thanks to both our sponsors, Doug over there at Lauer Auto Repair and Wyatt and Tammy with the blind guy of North Dakota. Great sponsors, great Patriots. Stop in, tell them you heard it on Guns of the 701. Yeah, Lynette says um, she cares for a 104-year-old vet. So many good stories. She's actually told me a few about the guy. He sounds like a pretty awesome oh. dude, too. So, You know, that's uh, we shouldn't – We all of us should get out, make a chance, you know, make an effort to talk to them guys. We just lost a, a gentleman by the name of Johnny Wells here in Lemon recently. His funeral was yesterday, 100 years old. And he fought at Iwo Jima. And, uh, I mean, the guy didn't even look that old, honestly. And he got sick here and it was aging him. But he was actually a, a big family friend of our family, knew my mm-hmm. grandparents. Uh, I wish I had the chance to. I should have taken the time and went in there and visited with him more. I bet you he had a lot of knowledge. Think about that. Iwo Jima, not many of them guys came back. No. And, fortunate. and I know K-Fired television did a did a thing on him here just what about two three weeks ago for veterans mm-hmm. day and uh it was great mm-hmm. to see that so well i'll tell you what why don't we go before we say goodbye there but do you have a happy ending this week or yep not? i do have one all right. go ahead and play well, that intro all right guys here comes the happy ending of the week oh heck yeah <laughs> I never get tired of that. That thing makes me laugh right there. <laughs> <laughs> so we got um, happy ending of the week here. Is, uh, it's going to come to us here from, from Florida. I know you all heard of Florida, man, but, but I mean, it's, I don't know why. Maybe there's something down there. Maybe not. But So um, Pinella, Pinella County Sheriff's Office said 27-year-old Cole Joseph Danishman. And trust me, this guy. He's he's a piece of work. He's got the neck tattoos, and I mean, he looks like a freaking neo-Nazi. This guy's <laughs> he looks like a piece of work. He became angry with the mother of his unborn child and began brutally beating her in a public parking lot, punching her in the face. Um, took her down, punched her in the upper torso, and stomping on her head. She went down, started stomping on her head and upper body. Oh, at that point, um, a bystander there. Had a sidearm with shooting iron, whatever you want to call it. Came over and and um, he never did shoot the. Oh yeah, these tattoos are sweet on him too. Butterfly <laughs> tattoos around his neck. Just <laughs> uh, this guy um, pulled out his gun, went over there, and of course, um, Mister Mister Danishman here stopped um, beating on the woman, held him at gunpoint until the cops came. I would say. Clay, this guy's lucky he didn't get shot because I'm pretty sure in Florida, if you're beating the hell out of a woman who's 14 weeks pregnant and curb stomping her and, and you shoot him, <laughs> the jury's going to be like, yeah, yeah, go for it, especially this guy. So well, the happy yeah. ending here is I would have I would have rather he would have just plugged this jerk and got it over with, but he did stop it, and the woman sounds like she's going to be okay, didn't lose her baby or whatever. And, 
you know, I'm sure this guy, well, I'm not sure the way courts are, you never know what district <laughs> yeah. judge he's got, but he should be in a hoosh golf for a long freaking time. But, you know, happy ending is she's, she's doing all right. Got her baby. He didn't kill her. The guy had luckily, luckily had his gun out, his right, carrying his gun, which, uh, remember Hakeem Jeffrey said he shouldn't because if he oh, didn't have his have gun, then he'd yeah. have been down with the gal. He'd probably both got their heads stomped in, but, you know. The half the ending of the week is Second she Amendment. survived. And... Save just one person. It's worth it, right, Clay? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So we, we win that one. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. And Florida, by the way, Thanks, was Brian. one of the first. I mean, they were, they had they were right on board with getting a stand your ground. Um, so and they got a pretty good one. Uh, there's thanks to who really good NRA. NRA, that's right, that's right. Hey, Gene's got a good point there. Even less Japanese troops made it off Emo Iwo. I don't yep. know if they they did. Yeah, I mean a bunch of them just they knew they were screwed. So you know, grenaded. They're put a grenade next to the head or. I put Kenny's comment up here. It says, uh, that's coming up. So next week, and this is a good time then to plug that. So next week, like when I started the show off here, we're going to be on Thursday night again. Uh, we'll do our Wednesday night show, but Thursday we're going to join. Here's the deal. We're going to do a, a, a basically a, a co-op show with Andrew Cordney. And uh, he's going to talk specifically about that because what they're trying to do, I mean, it's all regulatory. They can't win legislatively, so they're going to regulate. And they're they're yep. trying to lump everything in to the NFA, the National Firearms Act, mm-hmm. and even they're they're even touching on the 1968 Gun Control Act and trying to interpretate things that aren't there to make things illegal. Essentially, what's happening right now, as he was telling me today, they have a whole bunch of paperwork now. They got to they got to fill out uh, when someone purchases something as simple as a short barreled gun. Um, and then if you make a change on it, what's that hoops, they want you to jump through hoops and make it such a pain in the ass that you don't want to do it. Hey, thanks uh, George. Appreciate you. So we got some issues. We're going to address that. And there's some legislation coming up this session, uh, starting next month that I know that Andrew's going to be kind of pushing. And, uh, now I'm going to get on board with it. I'll be up there too. Yeah. Uh, we got a bill coming guys. That's, um, and uh, I'll throw this out there. Uh, that's going to allow for up to now 50. It's also going to include 50 calibers to be able to hunt big game with on your private land. Um, we're going to start Ridiculous. with small steps. No meat left. Yeah, no meat left at all. Right? <laughs> um, I think it's ridiculous that I can't use a 50 cal. It is. Um, it is ridiculous. Clay. So this will actually open it up, and it's just going to be included, and it's just going to expand the calibers that are allowed. I mean, come on. there you got the 338 Lapua. You can use that. Think mm-hmm. of a ton. Of, I bet Gene can jump in here too. But there are a ton of higher calibers, forty calibers. Oh, 50. I'm, I'll bet you three thirty-eight. The energy's damn near comparable because of the higher muzzle velocity compared to. We're we're gonna probably get into that as far. Yeah, as let, let's know. do that. Actually, we're we are gonna get into that. So hey, uh, real quick, Axe. Yeah. That that was that guy's girlfriend. It was his kid. Oh. So Clay, I know we were talking about putting people's hunting pictures up and. Okay, we got, uh, was, was Dan got there? Go for it. Florida was one of the first states to pass a shell issue concealed carry law mm-hmm. in the late 80s. Yep. And he's right. Florida was led on that. And uh, they were they uh, didn't fall on the stand your ground bill too. So, yeah. no, I mean, Dan, you're absolutely right. And I know Dan's an avid NRA guy. Uh, uh, worked a long yep. time with him uh, on yep. Friends of NRA and Dickinson was a great chairman. And uh, yeah, I miss talking to you because I don't get out near as much as I used to. But so we were so getting gonna... back to the show for next week. 
So it's going to be 7 p.m. Yep. Mountain Standard Time, 8 Central. And I might, I don't know what's going to happen, Jamie, whether I go up to Dickinson or I go up to Bismarck. I, I kind of need to get to Bismarck. So I might come up there Thursday and just do the show with you up there. Mm-hmm. And then we'll uh, get hooked up with uh, Shiloh and Luke over in Dickinson and do it all sure. together. So anyway, keep uh, keep looking for that. We're going to try to broadcast all of our normal ones. If we can't make that happen, we'll definitely be on the YouTube channel. So Clay, was we talked about people giving us photos here. I'm going to try and get this one up. Uh, great friend of the show and, and a great American, Marty Beard. Got that picture sent to, oh. to me here today. See that? Two yotes. Got it with the suppressor with the 17B mag. Yep. Called them in, did a little hunting. Day. How about Marty, that? He, he, I, I, he's still out hunting raccoons right now. Hey, oh, <laughs> dang, hey, yeah. play, man. He, he sent it to me, too. So Pull that caveman crap and put my phone up there, I'll tell you what. <laughs> so I went ahead and I, uh, I made sure I had that in the queue. <laughs> Attaboy, Marty. Hey, oh, wait a minute, Clay. We're, we're going to read real quick here. If you listened last week, we talked about barrel cleanings and um, break, right. barrel break-ins. So here's what here's what Marty said. Here's what Marty said. He, he, Marty said this. I asked him if I was at 17B. He said, yep, that gun is the sloppiest, cheapest made gun I've ever owned. I've never run a patch through it, and it outshoots my pillar-bedded Sockos any day. Wow. Uh, so, hey, I, I I was on board with saying that break-ins and barrel cleanings overrated. Thanks, Marty. I appreciate you backing up my point, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and Marty's probably killed more game and shot more guns than most people I know. So. Oh, yeah. And Marty's going to be a guest one of these days. I talked to him again today about it. He he, he couldn't do it. We, I thought about having him on tonight, uh, but he uh, was busy today, so that's okay. Well, uh, we'll get him on. Yeah. Well, Clay and I talked about also um, a good buddy of mine, Steve, huge duck hunter. This guy is massively the most passionate duck hunter I know. We're going to probably have him on for 30 minutes at some point. And we've talked about before, one of the sponsors, uh, Wyatt, the guy's a best bird pheasant hunter i know we're gonna have him on for a segment maybe an hour big second amendment guy so you know just look for stuff like that probably what january february clay when we're in the yeah the drags of winter <laughs> well pro- yeah we'll we'll probably so here's the plan we're, we're moving along good and guys we want to we really want to thank you guys for everything you've done um, our sponsors our support it's making the show grow and it's allowing us to do some things. So we're going to do some changing here. Um, I'm going to redo some things down here in my office so that I got a little better equipment, better everything. I, I can't do nothing about the Internet. It's what it is here. But it's working pretty good tonight. It's working good. And we're working on so we can take some calls possibly. Um, we'd like to be able to take a call or two. Uh, we've had that request before. So it takes a little different equipment to do that. But uh, we're working on that as well. Yeah. So, uh it's and, coming uh, along. So after the first year, hopefully we got a few extra things I, going I on. I can here. tell you this: the last the last month, um, every week we're we're climbing, and we 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 did get a big jump in views and and uh, podcast downloads last week. So yep. hang in there, guys. I mean, Clay and I we're not doing any advertising. I mean, thank I'm super happy for Todd Mitchell has us on there. That's awesome. We're on KFR, the big hammer in the yep. Midwest. Clay and I are uh, about the Midwest. Why don't you give him a, a little, uh, tell him what we're going to be doing yeah. Friday, possibly. Yeah, right on. KFY 5.50, Mitchell in the morning, this Friday at 8.40 a.m. Clay and I are going to be talking about a story out of Georgia. This guy's sheepdog looks like looks like he's just a, a dog you cuddle up and pet all the time. He <laughs> killed eight coyotes protecting the sheep herd. 
and he yeah. lived. This thing's still alive. We're going to do that. That that is an amazing, amazing dog. And if we get through that, we're we're also going to talk about uh, the gun sales. We didn't get to that tonight, but the gun sales oh. that happened Black for the week leading up to and Black Friday. It was oh, an impressive. Yeah. Uh, it was an impressive um, purchasing number number Big by number. by the great Americans. So I mean. If we don't get to that, we're definitely going to hit on that at some point. It, it's it was awesome. a big number. It's a great number. <laughs> we're going to make it greater next year and make it greater uh, before Christmas. <laughs> the number was huge. It was huge. It was huge, and it's going to be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, bringing it in. I love it. <laughs> so, oh, okay. I guess yeah. with that, guys, we, again, we want to thank our sponsors. Uh, we want to thank Doug over there at Lauer Auto Repairs. Two five. I'm gonna get the number right here. Two six eight or two five eight. I should have it mapped there. Two five eight six three zero eight. I don't want to mess that up. Just remember that three zero eight at the end. Yeah, there are three. You hear that, Gene? Oh, there we go. There we go. And then the guys, the blind guy. uh, We we want to thank both them guys. They do a fantastic job. They're Second Amendment supporters, and not just that. They're constitutionally minded. You're gonna find better people. If you want to put some blinds in for Christmas, get some work done, uh, anything automotive. Perfect. Awesome. Get gift, it done, guys. I can't think of anything better than a full service job on your vehicle, gift certificate from, right. from Doug and the boys down there. I was just going to say there. that. I mean, what's better than getting your freaking oil change and not yep. paying for it, getting out of his gift? That's actually great. Same with blinds. That's perfect. Clay. Same with blinds. So get out there. You've still, still got some time for Christmas and you can support some Second Amendment. Yep freedom-minded uh business and make sure you told them you heard it on guns in the 701 and you appreciate them supporting shows like this and don't Absolutely. forget we just so we just said it but i'm gonna say it again this friday 8 40 clayton and i guns in the 701 guys on with todd mitchell mitchell in the morning yep. yeah but what 10 and, to 12 uh, minute segment clay is what we run on there yeah about that uh, we usually get on there about 20 to yeah. to the top of the hour yeah. and uh yeah and todd's you know been great and we're gonna be there every friday until he decides we're not Hey, I'd like to thank my two bosses for not really caring of me going out and taking 12 minutes of time just to go talk on the radio yeah. either and putting oh. up with me and and uh, doing this show. I'm always on the phone looking at stuff and, you know. And I've talked more to you in the last three them, months. They're not saying it. I appreciate it. I appreciate I appreciate it. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> I work for a great company, for sure. sure. Ax, here's what Ax put up there. Uh, 2586308. <laughs> I love it, Ax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, right. spot, not any other great Second Amendment supporters. They got a sense of humor as well. So. They do, they do. So, <laughs> with that, guys, want to wish you guys a great weekend. I think next week we might even touch on the game and fish and some of their advisory meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pull the clip out of the meeting from uh, this week and have it for sure because I want to show what Jeb Williams really th- thinks of you guys. Um, if you're using bait, he thinks you're not a hunter, and he pretty much said that. Because that's not real hunting, and it is in there. So I'm going to get that clip. And that whole meeting was just a bunch of bull crap. Uh, the guy that was in the audience at the beginning of that meeting, <laughs> fantastic. He had data, he had facts, and he put them guys on the spot, and they still stuck to their narrative. That is what a mind-numb, bureaucratic moron does. And every one of them did it. They back it. So I wonder how much money they're actually getting from other sources to sponge into this, this CWD fight because I can't imagine any other reason you'd do it. So keep in mind that's coming up probably I'm next week. That's the plan. So <laughs> see how Kenny, yeah, that's that's actually a great analogy right there, Kenny. 
Does he catch fish on a bear hook? That's real fishing. <laughs> That's real fishing. That's right. That's <laughs> real fishing. I mean, it's it's just insanity. I I, I don't want to go off here because we already passed, but baiting versus what's the difference if I put a food plot out there and, and hunt mm-hmm. over it? I'll tell you what, we can hit on that next week. Let's talk about that yep. next week. Real hunting. Absolutely. Real hunting. That's we'll be we'll one go of down that rabbit hole next real week. Real hunting. Anybody, uh, the badass, the Midwest badass, I think we're going to do that once a month we want to do a good job and, and uh, not consume the show with it yeah. so if any ideas we're open to them like i said we got our, our uh, address up Midwestern there guns701.com jamie at guns701.com send us any of your ideas you got and uh we'll, we'll start doing them so all right with that i suppose we better sign off well thank everybody for joining us tonight and again uh, check us out friends uh go over to www gunsandthe701.com everything there now you need and it'll take you to the podcast and everything and we do uh, recommend hitting that iheart podcast and uh listen in on friday yes sir it'll be 7 40 a.m in the morning that's early for me you know <laughs> yep, 7 40 central 8 40 or 7 40 mountain mountain yep. uh, on with mitchell in the morning and uh we'll have a little segment there and we'll see you guys next week don't forget to, what do I always say, Jamie? Keep your powder dry, my friends. There you go. All right, catch you next week, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you.